good morning beautiful people welcome to my channel i hope you are safe and doing well in this very dynamic shifting energies right now so in this one we'll deal with seventh nakshatra of punarvasu the nakshatra of lord rama in india so the temperament is dev so it is inclined towards moving towards higher ideology so nakshatra ruled by jupiter as you can see so you might say it's a combination of jupiter and mercury because it falls dominantly in gemini the last pada or the last step however is cancer going into cancer the most exalted form of cancer cancer in natal cancer in navamsha nevertheless the drive is steady they are srishti they are creators type is passive i've covered this in other ones what is the heart of a nakshatra you might want to revisit that because it falls in the sign of gemini it's very mental oriented right and there's a dominant theme in the classical texts of punarvasu winning the second time failure the first time winning the second time and this theme repeats itself in their life if more of your planets and points are in punarvasu nakshatra this would be the dominant theme failure first time winning the second time reinventing oneself they are wealthy nurturing people they are burdened by duty or a sense thereof <clears throat> they need target to succeed see the symbol is of a bow and an arrow a quiver full of arrows so they need target to succeed punarvasu can shift a lot being in gemini don't be very shifty okay you need to create something useful you need to focus mental creativity and intelligence is very high they can be idealistic and ambitious they can be social bird especially going from gemini to gemini most exalted form of gemini is in punarvasu most exalted form of cancer is in punarvasu because it doesn't change signs from natal to navamsha as you can see there the third and the fourth pada very business mind kind of thinking profit oriented very argumentative and materialistic especially in pada 2 gemini going to taurus considering resources life lesson now we come to the core what is the life lesson of punarvasu bring to life the dry mind by one's own moistness of emotion my little guess here is they speak of this life lesson the ancients considering the last pada of cancer the graduation of punarvasu towards cancer in the last step cancer is all about emotion ruled by moon so no don't be too gemini like bring some emotion into whatever you are doing to win the second time this would be the life challenge now let us see how this i ching and gene keys can give us a signification or movement towards this goal so hexagram number 59 huan dispersion huan symbolizes the concept of dispersion and dissolving obstacles in the context of this life theme it suggests using emotional richness to disperse mental dryness 
or obstacles in your mind. This hexagram advises embracing the power of emotions to bring about positive changes. Hexagram number three, Chun, difficulty at the beginning. Chun reflects the challenges often faced at the start of a new endeavor. We all know this. In the beginning, everything is tough. As you go through it, everything becomes easier. Aligning with Punarvasu theme, it emphasizes overcoming mental dryness or difficulties by tapping into one's own emotional resources. So once again, the challenge of Punarvasu is to go towards the emotion, not just use mentalistic concepts. This hexagram advises persistence and determination. Even Lord Rama needed that when he wished Lord Vishnu was in the human form of Rama. Hexagram 45, Kui, gathering together. Kui signifies gathering together and unity. In the context of this life theme, it suggests bringing together aspects of your emotions and intellect. So combining intellect and emotion, very powerful. This hexagram advises creating harmonious balance between the emotional and mental realms to foster unity within yourself. Look, that's pretty simple to understand. Once you gather your emotional content and your intellectual content and harmonize them, you become pretty invincible, isn't it? Hexagram number 10, Lu, treading upon. Lu represents the idea of treading carefully with awareness. In alignment with Punarvasu, it emphasizes importance of navigating your emotional landscape with care. Treading with care. That's the key there. This hexagram uses advising emotional intelligence. Something just talked about a lot in corporate circles these days. To tread carefully and bring to life dry aspects of your mind. The mind is more or less compared here. The picture I get is of a dry, arid landscape. Nothing grows there. To grow anything on an arid land, you need water, emotion, moon. Moon brings life to the dry mind. Hexagram number 13, Tongren, which is fellowship with people. And Lord Rama followed this. Tongren symbolizes fellowship with people. In the context of Punarvasu life theme, it suggests connecting with others on an emotional level can contribute to bringing life to a dry mind. He had to assemble everybody together, a team whom he did not even know in his journey to begin with. He had to gather a whole band of team of different talents in order to win his war. With Raman. This hexagram advises fostering connections and sharing emotions to enhance mental well-being. Hexagram number eight, the last one, holding together. B. B represents the concept of holding together and unity, sort of teamwork in modern context. 
aligning with the punarvasuddhim it suggests the idea of holding together emotional and mental aspects of your being advising maintaining a cohesive and integrated approach to bring life and balance to your mind now let's see the gene keys in the context of the gene key system and how we can achieve the life lesson of punarvasi using the gene keys this table gives the details gene key number 7 the gift of openness openness involves being open to new ideas and experiences think of lord rama and his challenges in his avatar This gene key can support the thing of bringing life to dry mind by encouraging an open-minded approach that allows for free flow of emotions and ideas. Again, Lord Rama had to take a lot of ideas from a lot of people. He had to be open. He was using this gene key. Gene key number twenty-two: the gift of grace. Grace involves a sense of beauty and elegance. Among the avatars of Lord Vishnu, the, the most elegant one was Lord Rama. He went by all the rules, yet he was very unorthodox in his approach. Basically, this gene key can guide the process of infusing moisture into the dry mind by bringing a graceful and gentle quality to one's emotions. Punarvasu. if uncontrolled can lead to a lot of erratic stuff it's gemini mostly gemini is very erratic erratic in nature right mercury is very erratic it's the fickleness of the mind so to speak gene key number 35 the gift of adventure oh lord rama had a lot of adventure involves embracing the unknown and taking risks This gene key can assist in bringing life to the dry mind by encouraging a sense of adventure in exploring and expressing one's emotions, bringing excitement and freshness to the intellectual landscape. Big words. Gene key number forty-two: the gift of realism. something which is difficult for mercury in air sign in gemini too much floaty energy there realism involves practical grounded approach to life this gene key can guide the process of bringing life to the dry mind by providing realistic perspective on emotions i am feeling something right now is my feeling in context to the reality which is being presented to me right now that's the intellectual realistic perspective on emotions and this signifies a role in intellectual and creative processes gene key number 45 the gift of freedom freedom involves breaking free from limitations lord rama had to do a lot of this in his life in fact continuously This key can support the theme by encouraging liberation of emotions, allowing for free flow of one's emotional self. Cancer going into cancer. Remember, I spoke of this most exalted form of cancer and most exalted form of Gemini both fall in Punarvasu. <clears throat> Gene key number forty-seven. 
The gift of realization involves understanding the deeper meaning behind the experiences. If you are and I are having the experience of life on a particular day with a particular way, this gene key can assist bringing to life the dry mind by facilitating profound realization and interconnectedness of in emotions and intellectual pursuits. The connection between mind and heart essentially very important considering the padas I just spoke of, third and fourth. Gene key number 51, the gift of initiation involves embarking on new beginnings. This gene key can guide the process of revitalizing the mind by encouraging individuals in Punarvasu to initiate new transformative experiences that combine both the heart and mind, combination of Gemini and Cancer, essentially, because both are in Punarvasu. Gene key number 57, the gift of clarity. Clarity in this context signifies understanding their own true nature. Understanding where your mind's at, understanding where your emotion at. This gene key can assist in bringing life to the dry mind by providing clarity needed to integrate and comprehend emotional and intellectual aspects. Essentially, Punarvasu, both in gene key and I Ching systems, is assisting us to understand this bridge. Gemini to Gemini, Cancer to Cancer. Right? Because that's what is involved and it's a core. Because the next one we'll be going into the Wisdom Nakshatra of Pushya, number 8. In the meantime, take care, be safe and I hope this helps you unravel your Punarvasu Nakshatra if it is dominant in your chart. Natal D1, D9, D10 doesn't matter which one. Take care, be safe.